1: From WBEZ Chicago, this is Nerdette. I'm Greta Johnson. It is Memorial Day, and I am celebrating by talking to you from the floor of my bedroom closet, which means this is another edition of Nerdette's Introvert's Guide to the Good Life. Today, our topic for things to do or enjoy to help enrich your time at home is video games. Now, obviously, this is a show for nerds, spoiler alert, right? Like, nerds literally in the name of this podcast. And as a result, I would guess that a lot of you are already pretty serious gamers. But as a person who hasn't played a video game since the Sega Genesis in approximately 1994... And when I started hearing about Minecraft, I thought for a really long time that people were actually talking about the very boring Windows game Minesweeper. It's fair to say that I am out of touch at best. Uh, But it got me thinking like, I can't be the only one who doesn't own a console, but who now more than ever is kind of curious about maybe trying something new in the video game world. So. I decided to enlist the help of a serious gamer. Today's guest is Samantha Nelson. She's a games writer at Mobile Nations, and she also regularly writes about gaming and pop culture for Polygon and the AV Club. Samantha, hey.
2: Hello, Greta. How's it going?
1: Good. I'm very excited to have this conversation with you. So I'm hoping we can be kind of like platform agnostic or at least talk about stuff that's, you know, different options for different people just because, I mean, I even heard like it's impossible to get a Nintendo Switch for less than like $600 right now or something.
2: so hard right now and that's because like i think there's just been such a huge spike in, in interest in video gaming as part of the pandemic um and like it's really funny because the nintendo switch comes in two modes there's one that you can plug into your tv and have it be like a more traditional console and mm-hmm. then you can also take it off your tv and travel around with it and then there's oh, one that's cool. just for travel
0: uh-huh.
2: um and obviously the travel one not doing so hot right now whereas the uh, the main <laughs> you know hang out in your living room one is plugin. you cannot yeah. get one
1: (laughs) that's hilarious so yeah what would you what would you recommend especially for somebody who maybe like hasn't played video games since like sonic the hedgehog on their sega genesis like what should they what should they think about what should they try
2: So I guess, you know, one of the things I'd like to say is that, you know, for people who have um, haven't played it since Sonic, um, (laughs) uh, video games have changed a lot. Um, So like, you know, Sonic or or your Mario, those are like what we'd call a classic platformer where it's a lot about about timing and manual dexterity. And I think that, um, you know, the... Those can be a lot of fun, but a lot of the games I'm actually going to recommend don't require any physical skills. Um, they're not <laughs> going to like get you frustrated by like getting the timing right or running out of a t- clock on a timer, like you know a lot of the old video games had, or falling into a pit or anything like that. Um, so they're going to be really accessible and just like very narrative and story focused. You know, maybe Ooh. just a little bit of like critical thinking or um, timing based, but for the most part, anyone can jump in without having played a video game in the last 20 years.
1: That's awesome. Okay, so you've piqued my interest. Where do I begin?
2: So I'm going to start with, as you said, something really platform agnostic, um, because this game's been out for a while, and you can play it on basically anything. It's called Life is Strange. Um, so it, you can play it if you have a console. That's great. You can play it on your PlayStation uh, 4 or PlayStation 3 if you've got a little older one, or your Xbox One or Xbox 360. But you know, you could also play it on uh, Windows or a Mac operating system or even an Android or uh, iPhone.
1: Wow, cool.
2: Life is Strange is this fantastic, basically a graphic adventure video game. And so you play as a uh, woman who discovers that she has the ability to wind back time. So most of the game is you kind of figuring out what this means and how you can use it. But for the most part, what you're doing is like walking around and talking to people and like picking up on clues and, uh, you know, having like, this complicated relationship with your best friend that you left town without saying goodbye to Mm -hmm. and trying to stop this like big disaster that you've sort of foreseen is going to happen to your hometown. And, you know, maybe also getting back at some kids that are mean to you. (laughs) It's, you know, it's set in a high school um, and it's wonderful storytelling Really easy to get into. Um, there's a sequel that came out much more recently though that is not out on as many uh, platforms yet. But that one's about like two brothers who are on the run because one of them has developed telekinetic powers and is also excellent. Um, so, but I'd say you know start with Life is Strange one uh, because the plots do somewhat interconnect, even though they're largely independent, and uh, and see how you like it.
1: Wow, that sounds really cool. I mean, I love any kind of high school, anything really. But I don't know. There's also something really strangely appealing, especially like during this time about just walking around and talking to strangers, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. Okay, so what else you got? If you do manage to find a switch, again, another perfect pandemic game right now is um, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Oh,
1: good. I was hoping we would talk about Animal Crossing. I was really just hoping that you could explain Animal Crossing to (laughs) me.
2: That's fair. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, it's been, like, all over the internet right now. And again, uh-huh. like, one of those, like, s- true crossover smash hits. Like, I'm just hearing crazy stories about people having graduation parties and or going away parties or, um, like, celebrities randomly showing up in people's islands because they're, uh, they want to buy turnips. Um, so... <laughs> Um, which is this whole thing. But so basically Animal Crossing is you start off, um, you are moving to a desert island and you start with just a tent and some other people who are also on your island in tents and like the most basic tools. And then you have to build everything up from scratch. So you like find some trees and you like take some branches and you take some rocks and you like cobble that together into making a little axe. And then you can like use your axe to cut, chop down logs and then you can use your logs to like build a bridge so it's it's pretty similar to like what you might find in some regards in, in a game like Minecraft where it's about about building and design. and you can put as much time into it as you want in terms of making things really cool, like having you know designing your house with all sorts of awesome furniture and like customizing your layout and then eventually like planting flowers and landscaping. And then you also have all these like cute little villagers that are animal people that live on your island and you get more of them as you go. And you like wander around and like do little favors for them. And like one of the things that's really cool about it is so little of it is very well explained. So it's really about like discovery. Like, oh, like I found this weird little ghost guy. Like, what's his deal? And like if I talk to him, he like shatters into a million little ghost pieces and then I can help him put himself back together and he'll give me a little present. (laughs)
1: So is it and this might be just like a super arcane out of date out of touch reference but like is it fair to call it essentially just like a super sophisticated sims?
2: Yes, uh it's it's a lot like that. I mean, it's not so it's a little less micromanagey than the sims cuz like you don't have to, you know, say like make your character go to the bathroom or you know, uh-huh. they'll pee themselves and be really sad. <laughs> um it's It's, like, a lot more, like, The Sims if all of the, like, stressors were, like, really kind of just removed. Okay. Like, there's just no pressure. Like, if you don't do something, that's fine. It just, like, doesn't get done. Like, there are some, like, timed events where it's, like, if you show up at, like, 9 to 6 on this specific Saturday, you can enter a fishing tournament. And if you, you know, catch a certain number of fish and sell them to this, like, weird social media obsessed beaver man, um, he'll give you some (laughs) special prizes. And, and the, 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 the stock market, at, that's S-T-A-L-K, is, you know, every, <laughs> every Sunday um, this, like, little pig lady shows up and wants to sell you turnips. And if you buy a bunch of turnips, like, come back during the week, various times the prices for, like selling the turnips will change. And so you can go to other people's islands who might have a better turnip prices. So you'll see a lot of like, like my work slack is just filled with people being like, I've got turnips for 500 right now. If everyone wants to like show up and sell some turnips and everyone's like, oh yeah, let's go.
1: <laughs> well, so it almost kind of sounds like the board game Settlers of Catan too then where, you know, you're like bartering stuff that normally you wouldn't talk about in, you know, typical 21st century life.
2: Oh, yeah, exactly. And like, you know, but again, it's like not competitive, like settlers, it's all very yeah. like chill. Yeah. Uh, like one of the things that always frustrated me about settlers is like, if, if you desperately need a resource, someone would be like, well, I have it, but I'm not going to give it to you. Um, right. Whereas like, there's no, you know, everyone I've ever interacted with in this game. is just like, yes, come to my island and I'll give you some cherries. If you have any bamboo, I would love bamboo. But if not, just come and say hi. Hmm, that's really nice. It
1: seems like it's much less sort of like intense control freak and much more just sort of like curiosity and joy of discovery.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's really sweet. All right, what's what's your next recommendation?
2: Another just really cool, uh, weird game that you can play on most systems is Disco Elysium. Hmm. This is a um, a role playing game, and it's like a very old school style, but kind of remade very recently by this amazing team of indie developers uh, who just decided to knock it out of the park with their first outing. And you play an amnesiac police officer who's, like, (laughs) very down on his luck and very, like, very much of a, like, not competent guy. (laughs) Um, And, like, it's, like, whether he's an amnesiac because he went on, like, an epic, like, drug and alcohol-fueled bender or, like, something else you're not really sure of. Hmm. But you're wandering around this, like, weird, complicated, like, kind of Balkan state like post-communist mystery fantasy place um, trying to figure out a bunch of different puzzles like there's like you know a strike going on and like who's responsible and can you stop it? And like, someone's been murdered and how do you like even solve that murder? But also you've like lost your service weapon and you need to find it or you're going to lose your job. You have like this like extremely straight laced partner. Who's just like wandering around being extremely frustrated with you. Um, And one of the um, fun things that this game plays on is a lot of role playing games. When you talk to people, you get like kind of like a menu that have a, queue of interactions like how you want to interact with them so it'll be like someone will say like what's your name and you can say your name or you can say like none of your business or um (laughs) but in these like instead of being like the mean response or the nice response they're all basically parts of your tormented inner psyche (laughs) (laughs) um and as you like make successful checks to like notice something or you know know something like again weird parts of your like psychology will like talk to you it's very weird very cool and uh it's uh i again it's because there's no actual combat you just kind of wander around and take in like the extremely detailed world and talk to like these crazy cast of characters and you can get lost in that for a long time
1: man that sounds really interesting
2: okay let's do one more recommendation um oh god i know i'm trying to decide what the last one should be it's Ooh, pressure. no
1: pressure i don't know
2: is there anything like you are excited about like in terms of like what would get you interested in a game
1: you know i was reading uh, a newsletter the other day and someone had been talking about this game it seems very puzzly. I kind of like puzzly stuff. And it's about like, I think it's like, it's a long distance relationship and it involves like folding pieces. Oh, of a paper. Fold apart. Yeah. Are
2: you familiar with that one? You know, I am familiar with it. I haven't actually uh, played that game, but um, another kind of version of that, that I played recently was trying for um, though. It's a, again, you can play that with basically any system switch playstation xbox windows there is some combat but for the most part what your abilities are doing is solving puzzles so like the archer can fire a bow and like release a like a rope that other people can use or like fire a bow to like release a hatch above you and like the wizard can like put a wall that you can um will block something or let you like climb up on it um and jump and like the fighter can like hit something really hard and cause it to shatter and you guys all have to like work together to solve puzzles. So it's it's a really fun like online multiplayer game. So if you have like some a few friends that want to hop on together and like, you know, chat and and talk through something, it's it's a nice time doing that.
1: That sounds fun. And what's that one called again?
2: Thrine for the Nightmare Prince. Again it's part of a series but again you don't really need yeah. to have paid any care to any of the previous ones
1: (laughs) well Samantha thank you so much this was really cool I hopefully it helps kind of spark some interest in people and thinking like oh yeah this is totally a thing I can do because I don't know I mean I think to a certain extent in all nerderies there can feel like a barrier especially if you are like just old enough you know it's like nope this isn't for me anymore
2: And especially for gaming because there's so much like stupid debate over like what is a real gamer and uh, often usually gatekeeping by Uh awful men. (laughs) Um, It's like you're not a real gamer if you don't like play the hardest of hard mode fighting game for 100 hours on your super modded PlayStation 4. It's like, (laughs) Jesus.
1: (laughs) So yeah, I think you've helped provide a really nice, just like entry point for people who are like, you know what, maybe I can find some fun stuff for me. So that's really exciting. and I appreciate
0: it.
2: Oh, awesome. I'm so glad.
1: We're going to hear some video game recommendations from some of you in just a minute. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at WBEZ.org slash events. Now, here's the part of the show where we hear from you. Hi, Nerdette. This is Hannah in Santa Barbara, California. Hi, Nerdette. This is Taylor DeWitt. And Philippa Snyder. In Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, this is Ashley from Mundelein, Illinois. This is
0: Taylor from Brookhaven, Georgia. It's Christina in Brooklyn, New York. Hi, Nerdette. This is Denise from Philadelphia. This is Gina from Seattle, Washington. Hi, Nerdette. This is Marcel. Uh, No Courtney, because
2: this is just a question for me, and I'm calling from Indianapolis, Indiana.
1: So video games that I'm extra enjoying
2: nowadays are pretty much only one. And it's called Fortnite. Because I get to communicate with friends on headsets,
1: aka mics. I love the game Undertale. You play a human child who has fallen into the underground world of monsters, and you're trying to find your way back to the surface.
0: There's a game called Overcooked where you work in a restaurant making impossible recipes and throwing things across the room and everything catches on fire. And um, it's a very realistic view of how cooking with your friends would really work. I recently pulled my Wii out and I've been playing my Harry Potter Lego games. I've been playing a lot more video games than usual, actually.
1: And the game we've been playing a lot is Animal Crossing. I'm sure a lot of people are as well. I wanted to talk about something that I've been really nerding out over recently, which is Animal Crossing New Horizons. I have played Animal Crossing for over 80 hours. I could go on and on for a very long time about Animal Crossing.
0: Our goal is to have all of our neighbors be dogs, or as many of them as is physically possible.
1: The game app that my cats and small humans love to play is by Frisky's Cat Food Company. And it's called (laughs) Jitterbug. And um, I just really get a lot of entertainment out of watching uh, the six of them play.
2: the coronavirus and like you can't talk to anybody. But if you can like virtually communicate like on a game, you can. I hope y'all are staying
1: safe. Thank you so much for all of your recordings from your closet.
0: And thank you for keeping me company. Thank you for everything you do. We're longtime fans of the show. It was good talking to you, internet. Bye.
1: Bye. As Isabel says, have the loveliest of lovely days. i loved it i hope you too have the loveliest of lovely days hannah ashley christina denise gina taylor taylor and marcel thank you so much for leaving those voicemails it's fun to hear about what you are enjoying i have a lot of questions about this friskies app especially like okay so there are six cats and children i'm just wondering what the like human child to cat child ratio is you know all right, that's it for today. The show is produced by Justin Bull. Our executive producer is Brendan Bannazak. Don't forget this Friday's episode is Book Club. We're talking about N.K. Jemisin's The City We Became. I cannot wait for you to hear this conversation. And of course, you're invited to be a part of it. You can record yourself with any comments or questions about the book and then email the file to nerdappodcast at gmail.com. I can't wait for you to meet this panel we've got. Uh, if you do want to send in a comment, do it before wednesday do it by like 2 p.m central on tuesday and then i'm gonna end the app i've gotten some complaints about deadlines so i'm giving you a deadline there's your deadline you're welcome all right uh that's all that's all i have happy memorial day i hope you're enjoying yourselves as best you can
0: later nerdette is supported by the sympathizer podcast from hbo